Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here. Welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. Last week finished off with a bang. We had a wonderful couple in to do our Horizon Leadership. This is a family that inspires me beyond measure, their children and they themselves. We just enjoyed our time together. But topping that, the topper for me was being at a family birthday party. Imagine a group of family members where the age difference between the youngest and the oldest was in excess of 94 years. We were celebrating the birthday of who I refer to as my bonus dad. You see, in our family, there are no steps, no stepdads, no stepmoms, children, etc. There's only bonus dads, bonus children, bonus brothers. They're all bonuses to us. Jim just turned 95. He was married to my mom, who passed away in 2015 for over 40 years. It wasn't just a birthday celebration, though. It was a celebration of the family, much more than what we expected. It was about setting aside our personal challenges. It was, it was about setting aside our differences and our obligations and coming together to celebrate, yes, the oldest living member of our family. And it was so great to be with my brothers, their spouses, their children, my nieces and nephews. And, you know, but there were a few surprises. I was delighted to see my bonus sister, who I hadn't seen in decades, come to celebrate the birthday of her father and with her husband. What a delight that was. And my sister Donna, who there's 19 years between me and Donna, and yet within that 19 years, we're still this close. And um, she was not going to be able to make it. It was just too far. She has so many personal challenges going on in her life, really strong, serious things. Well, she rallied her two boys, and they made it there. We were going to zoom them in, but they were there when I, we walked through the door. I was just thrilled. Why would she do that? Well, because like me and like all of us, sometimes there's nothing more comforting than family, is there? Yet she just said, I needed to be there, she said. With everything that I'm going through, this is where I need to be, with my family, where I can be connected and feel that love and that support. She just couldn't pass it up. You know, we did a lot of talking, a lot of laughing, and shed a few tears of gratitude. And yes, Grandpa Jim did blow out the candles, all two of them. <laughs> but you know, the cool thing about it was we were all talking. Not one of us could ever think of one time, ever, as long as we've known Jim. And some of them have known him their whole life. Have ever heard him say a negative word about another person or another thing. What an example if we could just bring that into our family. So we're going to name and tag that and make it something of our, something for us to aspire to. But since that night, I have been reflecting on the power of families, which led me to the question, is there a relationship between family and the health of the, our nation? I was guided to a quote by a, an American uh, religious leader and uh, author, and one of his quotes says, A nation will rise no higher than the strength of its homes. If you want to reform a nation, you begin with families. I saw a headline this last week in the Washington Post that said, Political divisions are increasingly stronger than family bonds. The author Eugene Scott was his name. He said, As people increasingly continue to experience very different types of America, and consume media with starkly different approaches to politics and issues, finding common ground 
even among families, seems much harder than ever. Well, the Atlantic writer Arthur C. Brooks, one of my favorites, has argued in favor of individuals taking a break from their extreme political consumption in order to improve their quality of life. Political polarization, he noted, is interfering directly with the fuel of happiness, which is love. The fact that individuals now are blocking their individual, their loved ones on social media and writing them letters to let them know they're disappointed with their views, they'll no longer be claiming them as family members, demonstrates just how much truth there is in Brooks' claims. If we allow our political animosity to exceed our attachments to those we love most, we will fail as a society. And America's families, much like America itself, will be in great need of counseling. I cannot imagine that we can put anything above keeping peace and harmony and love within our families. So perhaps Brooks is right. We could all benefit from taking a break from politics or anything that causes animosity and instead focus on relationships that make us happy. Whether those relationships are our family, our friends, or the neighbors who we just seem to like despite our differences, we can do that. We are allowed to disagree, but we don't have to be disagreeable. A family doesn't have to be perfect but it does need to be united. What can you do, what can I do to reach out to family members that maybe we haven't been close to over the last little while, but to try to bring them together, develop that empowering question and go do it this week. Have a meaningful week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.